Doomed to Repeat is a Delta Green actual play podcast with violent themes and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to episode six of Doomed to Repeat. I'm Sergio, your handler. Tonight, we continue our playthrough of the scenario Reverberations by Shane Ivey. As of the release of this episode, our podcast has been live now for about four weeks. And in that time, we have been blown away by the love and support we've received from you, our listeners. Every time we get a message from you on our Discord or our social medias, we eagerly race to our phones to respond. We're excited to interact with you, and we hope you know we're listening. We can see that folks are tuning in from the US, but also the UK, Germany, Australia, Sweden, New Zealand, Canada, Belgium, and Denmark, as well as others. To all of you, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for giving our show a try. We hope you're enjoying it, and stay tuned, because there's a lot more exciting stuff in the works. <sighs> Dear Ryan, I'm sure you figured out by now that I'm not with Nana and Pop Pop. I mean, what can I say? Another fucking criminal has been brought in and I... <sighs> Alright, that was crap. Okay, let me just scratch it. Okay, uh, what can I say? Okay, so I'm just, all right, what can I say? I'm hunting another, no, that's not it, fuck it. Okay, you know what, you know what I want to say? I want to say I got picked up by a government organization with some, how can I say, supernatural, cultilictic kind of shit, you know, the kind that I know you're going to love when I get back home. You're going to bathe me in a bath of holy water after this shit. So, just to get this off my chest, uh... My old-ass boss, Fluke, who really fluked himself, got shot through and through. But he's lucky because, I don't know, this uh, Agent Frog. Oh, God, this one. Let's put these fucking F names at this place. Anyway, no, this guy, dumbass, got shot because he didn't put two and two together that he's on the fucking field like a regular fucking agent. But anyways, he got his ass shot, and we're in an arcade right now. And I can't help but look at that Pac-Man machine and think about our first date as this guy's crying in the fucking bathroom, but neither here nor there. Anyway, while we're undercover, uh, we got tipped off uh, about a drug deal that's going down. I know, I know this is not gonna go well, especially with my temper, but you're not here, so shit is what it is. This is the weird thing though, this drug. This drug deal, this, is, this stuff's not to be fucked around with, okay? It, reverb and I've never heard of it and I was in this club the other night and when I'm telling you I didn't even take this shit but just being around it oh my god I, I was everything was tipsy turny this was worse than our wedding night that's how wrecked I got and I swear as soon as I left that building it was like I just purged all that crap out I this is not normal and from what I found out what was later discussed it's something attached to another plant called Lao like I've never again I'm just from California what the fuck do I know about this shit but apparently Lao is connected to the supernatural and it's connected to a god named Shurikan 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 where the fuck is Frog God damn it, I didn't pay attention in this part. Jesus Christ. Anyway, look, I just have to get this off my chest because, you know me, the more amped I get, the more... Anyway, did I tell you about these whiny-ass pansies I also have to work with? Let me tell you about this little Clark Kent wannabe loser. All right, honey, 
this boy, Oliver, he's trying so hard to be the superhero in his own movie, acting like it's only me who could save the city. Like, fuck me, bruh. I bet you this guy's never been punched before in his life, okay? It is, like, and I'm not trying to be that asshole, but this guy's gonna get me fucking killed. He reminds me of, you know those West Point assholes that come in, they know what they're doing, now they're in charge of the unit? Fucking core like that shit. This is that guy. He's gonna get us killed because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, and he doesn't care. Oh, God. And I didn't even tell you about his fucking shadow. This weird little mousy chick named Rose. Look, I kind of ignore her anytime she starts talking because I just feel nothing but bullshit coming out of her mouth. But that's the problem with working with fucking civilians. They don't get it. They're off doing... They think they know what's best. They don't come up with a plan. And then they're going to get the rest of us killed. They do not know what it's like to work as a unit and to have each other's backs. I don't have loyalty, no honor. I may actually end up killing somebody today. That was it. Hold on, I'm looking across the street right now. Stupid chick's record store, this chick named Echo, and then all of a sudden this drug deal. Again, another person who I have no faith. Oh, hold on. Oh, shit, that is a lot of guns. Hold on, babe. I gotta go to work right now. I miss you. I wish you luck, wish me luck, and God, I just want to see you so soon. Take the letter and then rip it up. It's Sunday, October 28th, 1984, at 11 p.m. Before we go outside, Echo, I need you to make an alertness check for me, please. It's a little bit of a retroactive check. Uh, succeed with a 49. The first thing you notice is that there is a puddle of liquid where this punk was standing. And you look up at him and you notice as he turns on the center of his left wrist, there is a small tattoo and you recognize this tattoo. It is the same Egyptian stylized eye that you saw at the train depot. He makes the corner, disappears out of your sight when this kind of dawns on you. Let's go outside. I'm going to let all the agents know up front that the gangsters, there are four gangsters, all of them just kind of aiming their weapons at you, have readied their actions. That if any aggression is perpetrated against them, they will have the chance to fire first. Mm, I'm gonna make it. If I if I willingly fail this sanity check, I'm gonna fucking die. I'm gonna fucking... Okay, uh, it's a 31, which uh, for me is barely squeaking out a success. So you manage to keep your cool even though you are seething inside. You hate it when these when these punks get the better of you. But you know that you are dead to rights if you do anything stupid. Echo, you see the Buttram Willis brothers walk outside. And they're kind of standing about 20, 30 feet away from the scene. But one of them turns to you and they say, Yo, Echo, is this them? I just, uh, I just nod at him. Put those guns down or you're all dead. The, the, the three brothers kind of chuckle, and they're, they're keeping their distance, but they say, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like that. Frog, do you want to do anything? Mm, okay, uh, I'm going to lift my hands and say, um, we're in a dead end, right? You're, you're in an alley. No, there is actually an exit through the alley on the opposite side. Okay, I'll still try it, and, um, I'll just try to say, um, 
I know everyone's a little stressed, but isn't it kind of weird that your boy is gone? Make a persuasion check. Oh, God. Please. Okay, that's a 16. Certainly all of the gangsters that are by you, the four of them who are aiming their guns, they look down the alleyway and they are noticing that Tony Bessos is not there where he, sh he should be just a few feet away. Agent Frost, you have come out of the building that you were in and you see across the street this scene. You still have your rifle assembled. What are you doing? On my turn, could I have just said one thing? Sure. Does anybody have a motherfucking Twinkie? Having heard that... I'm going to get to a car, uh, like, hi, but is there a car, like, near me that I can... Yeah, it, it, like, directly in front of you, there are parked Perfect. cars. I'm yeah. going to get in my park, uh, park car, line up the scope, reach into my pocket, take out a flare, and I'm going to ignite it, but I'm going to not throw it in their direction. I want it in the opposite side direction, so everyone kind of has to turn around. And when I th that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw the flare, get their attention. So first, just give me a search, or excuse me, a stealth check to make sure that you are quiet enough that they don't notice you before you start doing your action. Ah, don't pass it. Uh, so you run up to a car, but as you're doing so, you're kind of dropping some of the bags to get ready to start pulling out the flare. But it's enough noise that the, that the brothers, the three brothers who are away from the other agents kind of notice the noise. And on the gangster's turn, all the gangsters kind of aiming their guns at, at Frog and Flute are looking down the, the alleyway and they are saying back to the brothers, hey, yo, Tony's not here. What's going on, man? Where'd he go? Where'd that weird punk go? And the brothers hear the commotion across the street. They, they see you duck behind the car, Frost. And the three brothers go, hey, yo, let's, let's get out of here. And the three of them are actually going to, are just going to run away from the scene. And I think the other gangsters are also going to be confused and weirded out as to what's going on. And they're just going to start running away. Before they leave, one of the brothers turns to Echo, says, yo, you with us or you staying? I'm, I'm with you, I'll, I'll, I'll run with them. Okay, gotcha. As you join them, they actually toss you a gun. They toss you a, a, a small snub-nosed revolver, but you catch it and you start running with them. Back at the top of the initiative, Fluke, the gangsters seem weirded out. They hear a noise from behind a, a car and they start running. Is there any cover? There is some cover within the alley, yes. There's like, like a big dumpster. Okay, I'm going to run behind the dumpster, duck, and then how far does that put me away from the closest gangster? Uh, probably not more than... 20 feet at the most. Okay, I will open fire at the closest gangster with my shotgun. Okay, gotcha. 65 puts me below 70. That is a success. Okay, roll your damage. Okay, that's four points of damage. Told you you were gonna fucking die. Frog, it's your turn. Okay, um... Shoot. The one that he shot, is he, like, debilitated at all? He, he definitely reacted to the shot. It looks like it was more like in his leg. He stumbles, but he's still trying to keep up with the other boys that are running. Kneecap him. I am going to try to make a called shot for his legs. Okay. Anywhere around his legs. Something non-lethal like in his legs or arms. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, go ahead and uh, make a firearms at minus 20. Okay. Yeah, that's a 33. That is a success. Deal that damage. Let's use the light pistol. 
That's eight points of damage. Oh no! <laughs> he drops to the ground, stops moving, and it is now uh, Echo's turn. Echo, I can say that if you use all of your movement and your action, you can get to the getaway car that they are running to. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. You are able to dive in. Uh, Frost, it is your turn. You still see some of the some of the guys making a corner. One is just dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I see them? Do I see the getaway car? Do I see them getting into the car? You you don't see the getaway car. No, okay. it's around the corner. So uh, who do I see actually in my vision? Then is it just one, two, or? I, I will say that there are two individuals that have still not disappeared around the corner. Okay, I'm gonna try to do a non-lethal shot in the uh, also like. <laughs> Honey, you got no room to talk. I'm gonna try to do a at, trick shot right now. Okay. <laughs> at minus at minus twenty, make a firearms check. Minus twenty. Mm. Damn. Well, suckers. That's a sixteen. I made oh, that shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Geez. Because you succeeded, roll your lethality roll now. I mean, one prisoner would be nice. Kill him. <laughs> oh no! I definitely. I definitely did not with the number I got. I got like what, 90. What, what is that is number? It 95. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not gonna do it. So now you just have to roll your damage. I think it's a D12 plus two. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, it's oh, totally fine. Oh, crazy. It'll, it'll totally be fine. That's only as much health as all of us have. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's, that's a six. Oh, an eight. You, you do shoot him ah! in the leg like you liked, okay. but it's a light rifle, so his knee explodes. He collapses to the ground and kind of rolls a couple of times, but he's screaming in agony. <laughs> How much arterial spray? A lot. Yeah. I mean, there's still like a fine mist in the air. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. <laughs> Knowing what she's that? like, <laughs> as soon as she hits that shot, she's gonna be like, "Gotcha, bitch." On the gangster's turn, Echo, you watch as everyone, including the Leroy brothers, or excuse me, the Buttram Willis brothers, jump into the car and start it. They're not able to move it as they've used like all of their movement and action to kind of get in, but they're about to drive away. Uh, back to Fluke, you do not see the guys. You hear a car turn on around the, the other side, but you do see one of the folks is kind of in the middle of the street, screaming in pain. Well, I could give a fuck about that. So I will run, charge out into the street. And then when I charge out into the street, do I have sight on the vehicle? Um, I will say you can use all of your movement and all of your action, and yes, you will see them on okay. the Okay, so I can get out there, but I can't make a shot. Yes. Okay, then I'll just I'll just charge out there, and I'll look at the guy screaming in agony with, you know, that's bleeding out from his, his now gaping knee hole, and I'll just give Agent Frost a thumbs up. I want to give it right <laughs> back. <laughs> Frog, do you want to do anything? I want to, yeah, run, make a run towards the car. Okay. We'll, we'll you're, get to you're, the you're basically besides uh, Fluke. Uh, you have not made it across to the to the car yet. Ooh, do, do uh, any of us? Yeah. Sorry, do any of uh, any of us catch the license plate on that car? Oh yeah, you can see okay. you can see right 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 in the front there. Um, okay. Echo, I will say that you really can't do anything unless you want to say anything for this round. Uh, I don't want to say anything right now. <laughs> I'm, like, freaked out. I'm just, like, looking at the two out, uh, through the window as we're driving away. Frost, are you doing anything? I'm just going to kind of stay in my area and just, like, wait for a hand motion to come up. The car flips in the drive, the wheels squeal, and they head directly towards Fluke and Frog. I need you both to make dexterity saves as this car is about to ramp. Love to see it. Love to see it. Yeah. Failed with an 81. Okay, I fa- I succeed with a 29. Uh, 
So Fluke, you successfully dive out of the way. You hit the ground hard, though. You're going to take a point of damage, especially since you have that, that left arm that is still kind of in a sling. So that uh, a suture tears uh, uh, because of that dive. Uh, Agent Frog, you take six points of damage as you just roll over the top of the car and land on the ground. The car screeches to the left and starts blaring down the street in the opposite direction of you. Fluke, you're on the ground. Do you want to do anything? Yeah, I'm going to try to shoot this motherfucker tire out. Copy that. Um, that is a cold shot. Yeah. Just said minus 20. Okay. Um, I fail with a 70. You, your, your shots ring out into the night. The car continues moving. Frog, um, you lost over five health in one round. Um, I'm going to say that you are stunned. Uh, make a con, make a con okay. times five roll for me real quick. At least it's not a train. <laughs> That's true. At least it's not a train. That is a fail. So for this round, the wind has been knocked out of you. Uh, Your back is throbbing in pain, and it just just takes a a, a minute to to compose yourself. And they drive off. Question. Do I not get my... Uh, You you, you will. If you would like to take a shot, you can, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm taking a shot. Oh, my gosh. Please blow this tire out. Come on, give me this. Two. Double uh, zeros and a two. Geez. Oh, sweet <laughs> fucking fuck. The driver is going to make a drive roll. Mm, best. Um, <laughs> Aaron and I are about to go do business. The car, uh, uh, suddenly the back tire explodes and the car begins kind of swerving wildly. The driver, one of the Bunch and Willis brothers, tries to kind of re-maneuver it and get it going, but it does smash into a big mess of garbage. Um, you are, along with everyone in the car, are going to take a point of damage, uh, Echo. On their turn, the tires squeal, and now the sparks are flying on that one tire, but they, the car continues driving. Echo, uh, you are driving with the gangsters in the car. You just witnessed Frog, who you know as uh, Agent Bluth, just get hit by the car and you are speeding down the, the, the road. A lot of the gangsters are like, fuck yeah, yeah, that was awesome, uh! You know, they're, they're, they're having a good time. What are you doing? Uh, I'm like concerned, but I eventually just start kind of laughing along just to play the fucking part. But I'll eventually like lean over. It's like, hey man, like, what was all that about? What happened to Tony? I don't know what the fuck happened to Tony. He should have been there. Where'd he go? I don't know, Tony's not here. And he wasn't in, with us when we were running. I'll, I'll give him a call when we get to somewhere. I'll see what he's up to. He's gotta be fine. What, what was that kid, man? I don't know, man. He was fucking weird, man. Yeah, man. He was oozing something. The, the other gangsters are kind of reacting to this conversation you're having with one of the Buttram Willis brothers. And they're like, you know, the, the, the tone kind of changes. And, and one of them goes, oh shit, Jerry ain't with us. Oh shit, where's Willie? You know, they're, they're realizing two of their, their friends went down and things get quiet. And then you ask, you know, can you drop me off? Yeah, sure. What, you, you want to be dropped off somewhere in particular? Nah, just drop me off a couple blocks down. Uh, unless you need me for something. Yeah, and they and they do that. They say, hey, yo, stay, stay, stay close to a phone in case we uh, need you for something, okay? Yeah, of course. I'll be there. And we're going to remember this. We, we know everyone, everything went to shit, but thank you for this. You're welcome. Anything to help out. So they are now out of sight. So Fluke, Frog, and Frost, you are out on the street as one of the gangsters is still kind of writhing in pain. Um, 
I pull out my pistol and I shoot the gangster in the face. Then put the, pull them out of his misery. Okay. I I think that's uh that's easy enough to do that. You blow his head off, and he stops moving. And then I will immediately run to Agent Frog and assess the damage. Uh, Frog, go ahead and give me another con times five roll. Oh, that's barely a fail with a fifty-nine. Okay. So unfortunately, uh, Fluke, you are, you know, trying to coax Frog up from the floor, but she's like, all, she's all, she's coming in and out of consciousness. She's having a hard time breathing. She's real beat up. Does her neck look okay? It looks like her neck is okay because she's moving her arms. She's moving from side to side. She's just really taking a bad hit. And it's around that time that you hear the police sirens. Well, we're cops, so I don't think we're too worried about that. Um, I think our priority um, right now is getting Agent Frog uh, taken care of. Um, in fact, I think what uh, Agent Frost, unless you have a different idea, I think we wait for these these uniforms to show up and then we have them call an ambulance over right away. Uh, sure enough, a few seconds later, coming down the opposite side of the street are two patrol cars, uh, lights blaring, sirens blaring. They stop, they get out, their guns are drawn as they see you guys are carrying weapons. I'll have my badge handy. Likewise, okay. I'll have badge handy and I'm gonna actually put the rifle on the ground so they know that. Um, I will say that by now, Can I talk? you are starting to come together. Yeah, so you're, you'd probably be able to say something. But sure enough, you know, it, it, the, the police see you, even if they do come close with guns drawn, as soon as they see the badges, they ask you questions, they ask you specifically, you know, okay, who are you, where are you from? Um, you know, they see your federal agent badges. Um, you, you, obviously, if you're showing them your badges, you have to give them your, your real names. Yeah. Um, they come over, they see that Agent Frog has been hit, they recognize her as Alicia Bluth, and they call an ambulance. And um, in the next 10 or so minutes, an ambulance will arrive. Is there anything you're doing in that meantime? Yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't tell them that we had a, we had a stain set up and we were running an, an anti-drug op. I'm, okay. I'm gonna motion, like with my head, like in the direction of the van, like do we tell them about the van, like put a APB out on the van. Like I'm just gonna be like. Oh no! Yes, we we will definitely do that. We we, we will definitely tell them what, who is in the van, um, what it is we we witnessed, and we will we will ask that that van um, have have an APB put out on it. They they do so. I'm going to tug on again, loop again, and be like, eh. and that woman Echo. Do we name her, or do we keep that quiet? Mm, let's wait on that one. Okay, so we're gonna. I'm just gonna be mum on that one. I'll just, um, seeing that Agent Frog is stirring, um, I'll just uh, kneel down next to her and say, "You okay?" Relatively speaking. Uh, well, I was almost part car, so no. We'll say that. Um. Anything broken? Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. Hey, um. How's that offer for the weird, whatever, art, like, drawing thing you were talking about earlier? We might- I'll teach you and I'll teach you at the Thank hospital. you, thank you so much. Okay. The ambulance arrives, Agent Frog is put into a gurney and lifted into the vehicle. Is anyone going with her to the hospital or- are, because you do have a, a patrol car that you have been uh, working out of. Um, yeah, we do have our, um, I'll ask, um, yeah, Frost, do you want to take the car? I'll ride in the ambulance. 
I'll take the car. Fluke, you jump into the ambulance and they drive off. Uh, Frost, you jump into the patrol car and you start following. And that's when you look to your right and you realize that the recorder for Nunez's wire is still there and it is still rolling. Oh, I have a, my radio, correct? So, yeah, I do. So I'm going to radio be uh, yeah. really quickly to Fluke. I'll be like, uh, I still got that, I still got that uh, wiretap going live. Don't put it on the radio. People can hear. Um, listen to it and tell me what you find. Copy. Just go silent. And I'm going to listen in. You kind of unplug the, the headphones so that it can just kind of play out of its own speakers. And you just hear static. And you realize that, okay, maybe he's out of range or something, but you can rewind. Um, I'm driving currently, correct? Yes. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to wait till we get to the actual hospital first because I don't want to actually wreck. So I'm going to drive, but I'm going to like kind of turn that noise down. I'll be like, okay. And I'm going to make note to play that when I am at the hospital and it's a moment of quiet. Got it. So you you basically hit stop. Um, eventually, the ambulance hits the hospital, and uh, you hit the hospital parking lot. It's about it's about uh, a little after midnight. I really want to actually check on Frog first. Uh, no, let me. Uh, damn it! All right, let me play the tape. Let me rewind it and play. Well, is the is okay. the radio detachable? Is it something that she could take with her? Out of the car. Uh, it, yeah, it's basically like a like a, a cassette player. Oh. Uh, that if she wanted to, she could walk anywhere with it. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Let me take the cassette player in because I do want to check on Agent Frog ASAP. Um, it takes a little while, uh, but Agent Frog is taken into the emergency room and checked. Agent Frog, make a luck roll for me. That's a fifty-five. You're you're beat up. You definitely have a cracked rib and um, you've got a fracture in your forearm. It's something that'll take some time, but you know, you're know you alive. The doctors say you're lucky to be alive. They certainly ask you a lot of questions. The police kind of, um, once you're able to speak, they ask you questions uh, specifically about what happened. They take detailed notes. This is gonna be over the course of the entire evening as you heal, but I'm gonna say that the hospital is able to heal you and they're going to heal you for two points of health. And as the days go on, you'll get better and better. You are hanging out in a patient room. Uh, I assume Fluke is there with you. And eventually Frost shows up. Uh, I'm gonna just come in and kind of do, like I'm gonna wiggle the cassette player and be like, uh, I brought this in. I'll just um, put my body weight against the door so that we'll at least have a okay, second of warning gotcha. if someone comes in. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put the tape day, uh, player down near like, I guess a little table if they have it and i'm gonna go ahead and press play or rewind and then press play you rewind to where you think is appropriate you hit play and what you hear is the kind of trail end of this deal that uh you were only able to hear through the playback and then you hear the footsteps as him and tony Bessos step out and start walking and they turn the corner and then you hear the sound of heavy wings and wind blowing and it's quiet for a moment, and then you hear Nunez very quietly whisper, wow. then there's more wing beat, the sound of wind. A moment passes and Nunez asks, where are we going? More wing beat. And then this horrible animal-like screech, almost in response to what Nunez says. And then there's a moment, and Nunez whispers, that's good. I'm looking 
forward to meeting him. Oh, and then the audio fuck. turns to snow. <laughs> Just noise. Fuck. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask all three of you to make sanity checks. That's fair. I, okay, as soon as we start playing the tape, I have my sanity check dice ready. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fail with a 43. Okay, if you fail, roll a d4. If you succeed, you just lose one point of sanity. With that said, Agent Frog, Nunez was a close friend of yours. He went, he put himself on the line many times. You know wherever he is is not good, and your stress levels go, they skyrocket, and your vision fades, and you're now effectively blind in bed as your disorder has kicked in. Agent Flu, um... You have failed your sanity check. I'm going to ask for another sanity check, or your disorder is going to kick in. Poor oh Frost. Boy. Poor Frost. Also, for the record, I don't know if it matters right now, but my sanity is now at a 35. Sweet Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Good fucking God, man. And I succeed this sanity check with a two. Okay, great. Wow. You, you, you managed to maintain your composure, even though you really want to smash that uh, recording. But your new breaking point then is going to, you're, it's like 30, what, 33? 31. So let's let's cut away from our agents. Echo, let's go to Echo since she was the one kind of most involved. Um, it's getting pretty late, but is there anything you want to do before the end of the night? How late is it? It's it's getting on like 12, 30. Um, the only thing I could think of doing is, is trying to call Rose back. Rose, you are at home, uh, relaxing with Oliver, probably doing something that has nothing to do with awful street violence. We've had a lovely evening. We've been yeah. looking at crossword puzzles. We've been looking a little bit at our yeah. research. Drink wine. We got some Polish yeah. food. It was very good. And uh, you, you get a call on your home line. I'll, I'll pick up. Hello? Rose? Yeah, hey, Echo. Hey, um, uh, where, where, where are you? We're at home. What? Do you need us to come get you? What happened? Are you okay? Uh, 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 where are you? Yes, um, you? I have no idea where the fuck I am. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know. I, I, I'm just I'm walking the streets right now. Uh, um, get to somewhere you know where you are, and then call me, and Ollie and I'll come get you. Okay. It'll okay. be just. Are you okay? No. Um. I'll I'll tell I'll I'll call you when I find somewhere to for you to get me. Okay. Cool. I hang up. I think it's easy enough um to find a, a neighborhood or or somebody's home who you recognize or know, and. Uh, if that's what the plan is, eventually Oliver and Rose can show up in their car and pick you up. Uh, I just get in the car and I slam the door and I just sit there and I don't say anything. I'll kind of glance over at Oliver and then I'll just start driving home. You get back to your uh, apartment and it's time to go to bed. I assume you, you offer uh, Echo the couch yeah. or maybe an extra seat or something. Wherever, wherever she wants. I'll, uh, I'll try and, like, warm up some of our leftovers and, like, put it out for her in case she's, in case she gets hungry or anything. Echo, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, I know. I just, I don't understand what happened, so I don't know right now. Those, um, all I know is that those, those guys, those, those, those people you're working with showed up at my shop tonight and, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know um, what happened, but uh, it, it, it's not, it's not good. Did they try to hurt you? N- no, um, I. 
the pony down is getting involved with with reverb and uh they they were coming by the shop to to do the exchange and they had a kid show up and he was he was slimy he was i don't know what he was but he wasn't uh and then there was shooting and 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 then i ran and 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 bluth i don't i don't know if bluth is okay what which that's frog right frog i i don't know who frog is but bluth is yeah it's frog there was a there was a kid that showed up to do the reverb yeah drop yeah, I mean, he looked like a kid. He was wearing a, a, a gremlin mask. Uh, he left a puddle on my floor. Like he peed? No, it was like, it was sticky. It was like oozy. It was all over the, 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 the bag that they exchanged. And that they didn't even, I don't understand, man. They didn't even want money. They, they, wanted, they wanted Tony and Tony went with him. And Tony's... Tony wasn't with us at the end. Uh, Tony disappeared, and I don't know where he went. Oh, what? What do you mean, just disappeared? Like, <laughs> like he got out of your way? He went down an alley? What? He walked down the alley, and then those assholes followed him. And then when when Pony Down went after the the agents, they uh, Tony wasn't in the alley. And it spooked the guys. I don't know. I don't know where Tony went. Uh, while she's saying this, can I have gotten, like, my first aid kit and started, like, patching her up from the little, like, injuries she got when the car hit the stuff? Sure. Sure, yeah. Uh, make a, uh, a first aid roll. I got a 69, so I failed. But did I fail? With a failure, unfortunately, you're, you're, you're you know, you kind of check her over. And though she does seem shaken and she seems to be in some kind of pain, it doesn't look like something you can actually do with a first aid kit. It just yeah. it doesn't seem like... I swat her hands away from me. If you if you want, we have wine instead. There's <laughs> actually a lot. Just wine? Yeah, I, I mean... I mean, I have a little bit of whiskey. Oh. Please. You want that? Yeah, all right. Please. I'll uh, I'll give her some... I'll give her probably... There's probably not much whiskey left, so I'll give her probably the rest of it. The the, the kid, though, he had, a, he had a tattoo, and it was like, I don't know, like an eye of some kind, and I think I might know where they're, they're delivering reverb. There's a. I, I found a stash box. Oh, oh shit! Like a like a dead drop, like a. Yeah, like somewhere to just stash and go. Well, that's a find right there. That's just gonna give us a lot of help here. Do yeah. We, do we know when they drop off? Do they? Do we know the cycle there? No, I don't. But uh, I, I've I have people like keeping an eye out for unusual people. There's there's some type of new like gang or something coming around, and I think those are the guys who are doing reverb. I don't know. How much reverb do you figure we'd have to take from that dead drop before uh, whoever it is that supplies it took notice? I mean, it's it's big. It's it's uh, it's a huge. It's like a huge box. So I don't know how much before someone knows it's missing. It's getting close to two a.m. now. But it's gonna have to wait until tomorrow because I'm fucking tired. Probably best if they never see Echo again. No. <sighs> okay. Well, sleep here tonight, or indefinitely, honestly, and then we'll figure it out in the morning. So you all go to rest. Uh, eventually, Luke and Frost, you either get rest at the hospital or you head back to uh, wherever you've been staying. Um, before it gets too late, I will, per um, Frog's request, if there's time, um, we'll go through the motions of trying to teach her the Elder Sign. Okay. Okay. 
Am I am I still blind? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, oh shit! Oh. I think that with enough time, the blindness will subside. Eventually, your heart rate goes down. The nurse comes in and checks, and you, you mention, "Oh, I've also lost my sight right now." And you know, after a few rounds of tests, they realize, "Oh, this is just symptomatic, psychosymptomatic," and you calm down, and eventually you're able to see again. Yes. Um, it's quite late into the evening, uh, but if you wanted to, you could practice learning the, the sign from Fluke. I don't think I have anything. Mm. And you, does it have to be something you wear? Can I do it on, like, a pistol? You could do it on a pistol, but I would okay. argue you probably don't have the tools right now to pull it off. You're in a hospital bed, you know, you don't have, like, a chisel or anything like that. But can I at least, you know, if not... Can I at least teach her like the the sign because okay. she doesn't know like the symbol yet? Yes. So that. Yeah, I'll I'll say that okay. she is familiar with it enough. Um, the point is basically yeah. to be able to memorize it. Sergio, so, yeah. since it's so late, um, can I go into like one of the residents on call rooms and just like crash out there? Sure. Uh, you you do notice that the hospital is kind of busy. There's a couple of what look to be burn victims, folks with uh, smoke inhalation. It's kind of busy even even late in the night. Uh, when you look out the window before going to bed, you can see that portions of the city are alight with firelight. Uh, there are sirens, and you all go to bed to the sound of sirens and alarms blaring in different parts of the city. But eventually, morning comes, and you all wake up. Uh, the agents of F-Cell, you know that there's a couple names that Frog was able to acquire uh, that you could look into in the database at police headquarters. You have your other leads. Friendlies, you wake up, and you have the whole day ahead of you. Uh, let's start with the agents first. What, what do you guys want to do? First of all, do we have an idea of when Agent Frog is going to be discharged? A nurse comes in and says that uh, Frog is able to be discharged in the morning. So she, she can leave whenever she wants. Uh, also, anyone that has taken damage, please make a con times five check. And if you succeed, you heal by one point. I succeed. Okay, so that's success. I am I mean. finally healed from being punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. Agent Frog, it's up to you. I mean, I don't know how you're feeling, but, I mean, we've got some things to chase down. Um, I would like to go back to either the FBI field office or the police headquarters and, and look some things up. Yeah, no, uh, let's... I suppose either one will give us the same. Uh, you you, you know that the police headquarters would have more detailed notes on local pushers and drug dealers and things like that. Okay. So we'll probably want to head I, there. I'm all for that, but I just have to ask really quick. Do you need, like, food or something? Like, some breakfast? Some coffee? I mean, you took a van last night. I'm just curious. Do you need, like, orange juice? You did take a van last night. I'm honestly, I'm more uh, focused on getting this done. We could do food later. Okay. You head on your way? You eventually get to the yeah. police headquarters, which is busy with activity. It's uh, literally the day before Devil's Night, so everybody's on their guard. Uh, you eventually make it to your office, and as you are just kind of starting to get settled, it's it's about, I'll say it's about 10 a.m. Agent Wu stops in the threshold of your door, and he says, uh, guys, I think I've got something you're gonna wanna see. Uh, Rufus Loyal Brown was arrested this morning on heroin charges. He's, he's in a, uh, interrogation room right now um there's a chance you could talk to him but there's there's a catch uh, detroit pd arrested him so it's their jurisdiction so you're gonna have to ask for permission and 
Secondly, as we've mentioned before, reverb isn't illegal, so unless you've got maybe some kind of game plan, he can just shut up if you talk to him, but this is the closest we've got to one of the uh, one of the remaining dealers. Oh, I've got the game plan, all right. Um, can we, um, well, who, who would we who would we ask for permission to interrogate? Um, you're gonna have to ask, uh, and he points in the direction of, of one of the deputies over there who's kind of overseeing it. You're gonna need to speak to him. Okay, we will go speak to him then. Thank you. As you're, as you're going, Agent Frog, just give me an alertness check. I got a 92, okay. so... Alright. It's, it's, yeah, it, it's busy in here, and you're kind of bumping shoulders with, with cops. They come in and out a, a lot, but you eventually make it over to this deputy, and he is filling out some paperwork. Hey, um, excuse me, do I know his name? I don't know his name. Uh, you know this guy is Charlie. Okay. Uh, Charlie, we were, um, working on a, sort of our own separate case, and we think the guy you might have, uh, or the guy you have has something that we might be interested in. Is it okay if we talk oh, to him? Well, I don't for a know bit? about that. You're uh, you're with that DEA study, aren't you? <laughs> yes, but uh, we're not trying to sort of stomp on whatever you guys are doing. You guys are doing a whole separate thing. We just have a few questions. We're just gonna get in there, get out. Well, Agent Blue, Blue we've been buttering them up all morning. If you come in and, and ruin the the vibe, we might not be able to get anything out of them. No one's vibe will be ruined, trust. The fact that I... Mm, <laughs> that's nice. I... <laughs> trying not to be rude. Okay. Um, listen. We we really need to get in there. I promise we'll rebutter him or whatever the hell you need. But, um... Hey, listen, we... we Bluth, we all need something, huh? And he, he kind of gives you a little wink. And you can tell he's like, what are you going to do for me? I will be standing behind Frog menacingly, and I'll just have kind of like my my uh, hands squared on my hips, just kind of like flashing my badge on my on my waist there that says, you know, FBI on it. Well, at least he's not flashing the shotgun. No, well, could be one. <laughs> <laughs> do I notice Wait, anything? Is there anything in particular about uh, Charlie on his desk that might give away a little bit about him that I can see? Make a luck roll. <laughs> That's a success. Uh, you look at his at his desk and you can see that there's a photo of his wife and his little boy. Uh, how old does the little boy get, like, vaguely? Like, maybe four. Is the kid wearing anything specific, like a jersey or anything that would give up anything? Or is he... uh, no, he just has kind of a, a, a little blue shirt, white shorts. But the, you know, the, the uh, uh, Deputy Charlie just says, you know, Bluth, I've seen you around the office. You're a uh, look, nice looking gal. Figured uh, you might want to maybe go on a date with someone like me. Sure your wife would like that? <laughs> I'm just going to nod towards that uh, picture frame. Don't piss him off. He, uh, he, he, his like eyes widen and he like shuts the, he, he puts the photo of his wife down on the, on the table. Oh. Um, go ahead and, and make a persuasion check, and I'll give you a plus 20% because Ooh. you hit a nerve. Well, now we've got blackmail that material. That is a 15. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely got that. Yeah. He, yeah. he suddenly is, like, sweating bullets, and he's like, <laughs> fucking idiot. All right, look. Yeah, I'm sorry. Look, get in there, but... If my supervisor sees you, we're all fucking dead. So make it quick, okay? I'm gonna do that motion. That Got it. Have our lip seal, lock it. Yeah. You walk up, and you can see that there is a door, 
and um, on the door there's like a double-sided uh, pane of glass and you can see Rufus Brown, a uh, pretty big guy, buff, his hands uh, clearly cuffed behind his back and he's sitting in a uh, like a metal aluminum chair and there's a, an aluminum table in front of him. Before we enter, I'll just put my hand up and I'll just look to the other two agents and I'll say, um, let me start. I'll probably get this done. No. Is everyone walking into the room? Yeah. Okay. Yes. The three of you walk into the room and Rufus looks up and he says, what is this, what is this motherfucking rainbow coalition? <laughs> and I'm gonna laugh. I will choose not to engage him on that. I'll just post up in front of him and I'll just kind of smile slyly and I'll just say uh, very calmly. Uh, now, Rufus Brown, my name is Agent Fluke. I have a couple questions for you and I will cast Fascination. What? You, will... you have spells? What? <laughs> You're casting? <laughs> so, so, Agent Fluke, I need you to remove three willpower from your stats. Not power, but three willpower. The other agents, you see Agent Fluke speaking to uh, Rufus, and he kind of begins to lean in, and you're kind of standing on, on opposite ends, and you can't quite hear what he's saying towards the end. It, it almost sounds like weird gibberish, like a, like he's like, it's like a language you don't understand or something, and it's just under his breath. Um, I need the three of you to roll sanity checks. <laughs> Damn it. What is this? <laughs> I remarkably I passed. Freaking magic man over uh, here. Agent Frost, you do not lose any sanity, and you're just like, Man, this guy, this guy's got some tricks up his sleeve. This is interesting. Agent Frog, uh, Agent F uh, Frog, you hear what he is saying, and though it doesn't make any sense to you, you suddenly begin to feel the pressure in the room change. Something's changing, and a, a, a tingle winds up, uh, 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 winds up your spine, and you are going to begin to lose your eyesight. But you probably, you know, maintain your composure. Um, mm -hmm. Agent Fluke. Because you have cast this spell, I need you to roll a d6. Six. Uh, you lose six sanity. No! I crossed my breaking point. <laughs> that's, that, uh, that's that, uh, breaking point right there. Now, here, here's what I'll say. If you want, you can project, uh, this sanity loss onto a bond. I will definitely Good do call. that. So you're gonna roll a d4. <laughs> Four. Great. You're gonna remove four from your bond, four points from your bond. You're going to remove four points from the amount of sanity you lost, so you only lost two. And you are going to remo remove four willpower. He casts this spell and you see him kind of shaking like he's trying to fight something and then Agent Fluke just passes out, his head <laughs> slams onto the table. Oh. Agent Frog and, Flu and Frost, you notice that Rufus Brown, who was very kind of in a, like aggressively leaning towards Fluke, has now completely relaxed and is now just kind of sitting in a very relaxed posture, just kind of staring off into the distance. Okay. Is um, anything weird happening with my dog tags at this moment that I need to be aware? Nothing okay, strange seems you. to be happening, no. Um, all right. I'm going to... But you notice that Rufus Brown is in a very relaxed state of mind. I'm right gonna, for, I'm gonna kind of 
go to Fluke first to make sure that, like, put my finger on his uh, neck to make sure, like, his heart's beating. His heart's beating. He's just okay. passed out. I'm going to tap on his back to, I don't know. Sorry, buddy. And then I'm going to be like, are you okay? Uh, Rufus, correct? Are yes. you okay? I'm feeling really good now, yeah. Frog, give me another uh, sanity check. Oh, I passed with a 19. Your, your vision is very slowly beginning to, to come back. Go ahead, uh, Frost. Can continue. you tell us? Uh, I'm just going to not beat around the bush. What do you know about reverb? I know lots of things. Can you tell me? What do you want to know? Start from the beginning. Tell me everything that you can. About a month back, I got a call from this guy called Spider J. He said he wanted to do business, said he had something to sell. So he started leaving things, leaving me messages about where to pick them up. I'd get them, and I'd sell the reverb, and there'd always be another dead drop to uh, to collect. I've been doing it for about a month now. All my friends are disappearing, and I don't know why. I think it might have something to do with the reverb, though. Why do you think that? Shit's crazy. You see things. You feel things. What do you see and feel? He begins to describe to you the feelings of being on reverb. Uh, besides the kind of highs, the visuals are incredibly intense, incredibly real, uh, and they it feels as if you are seeing things from the past and from the future, and it's hard to describe. What do you see in the future? I'm curious. Destruction, fire, death, the end of the world. Do you know who causes it? No. Spider J, you said he reached out. Is there another person you deal with directly with collecting reverb? I've only ever dealt with Spider J. He might have a partner, but I've never met either of them. Do you know where we could find him? I know Spider J has family, but I don't know where I could find him. i never seen him in person. Just in dead drops, just in messages, page calls. Do you know the page number? He gives you the page number. Do you go and use different locations every time, or do you go to the same spot every time? It's different every time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of look back towards Frog and be like, "Are you okay?" So, I'm gonna try to look like I didn't just find out that Flukes passed out on the table. Oh, he's alive. Yeah. Like um, I, he's fine. <laughs> any, I'm like, am I missing anything else? Yeah, we're good. Does he have any reverb on him? He does not. He he was actually arrested on heroin charges. I'm gonna, I'll ask him one last question. I'll be like, "What do you know, Rufus, more about Hi Sally?" She's just some chick that takes a lot of reverb. I've seen her around. She bought for me sometimes. Where does she mostly hang out at? She's a party girl. You find her at clubs. I think she, uh, she told me she was living with her uncle. I don't know his name, though. Do you know anything about the relationship between Spider J and Bad Luke? They're they not on terms? the best terms, no. I think Bad Luke said he was, he was talking to somebody else about getting reverb. So he gets his supply from Spider-J? I think so. Do you know where we can just get some reverb? Like, right now? If I had it on me, I'd sell it to you. But where else? All my other boys are gone. Bad Luke's the only other guy that I know. Okay. As you, as you are kind of finishing up with him, Agent Fluke begins to rise. Uh, Agent Fluke, you can add one willpower point. And as he begins to rise up, um, Rufus shakes his head and blinks his eyes, and as if he's, like, 
coming out of something. It's like, what the, what the fuck's going on, man? You guys get what you needed, what we needed. Yeah, I Great. think we did. Hey, man, I want to talk to my lawyer. Relax. Let's go. I need some coffee. I'm gonna. That's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna help yeah. with that. Help yeah, you, you need to you need to help him get up and like you the, walk him out. Grab him by the, help him by the waist, arm over my shoulder type thing. As you are as you are walking out, Agent Wu is is there, the door closes behind you, and he's like, How would it go? You get anything? We got a lot. We got a lot. Get any names? A few. Uh we're gonna I'm gonna try to like herd us away from the door, just in case. Okay. Um and then yeah, I'll Tell him about Spider J. I'll also just pass along Hi Sally and Bad Luke in case we don't all have those. I mean, these are all names we can look up in the database. Let, let, let's go to a computer. You all begin making your way, and that's when you hear a blood curdling scream. A man screaming at the top of his lungs. You turn around, and you see that there's something going on in the interrogation area. A crowd of officers have kind of come around the door that you just I'm came rush out of. Back for rush back towards that to see what's going on. Dragging Fluke with me. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right on the periphery of this crowd of cops. One of them opens the door, and you can see past them. The interrogation room is empty. Uh, however, the aluminum table and that aluminum chair have been completely turned uh, uh, like, like tissue paper, torn apart. Agent Fluke smiles and chuckles oh, under his breath. Rufus Brown is nowhere to be seen. Um, eventually, one of you was able to get in there and inspect it, and you find that the table, the chair, and a particular corner of the room are covered in hundreds and hundreds of tiny scratch marks. You sneaky motherfucker. We're gonna cut away from our agents, and we're gonna go to our friendlies. What do you guys want to do in the full day ahead of you? I think I'm going to get up and try to leave before Rose and Oliver Okay, I was going to try and get, get up. up before she did so I could make breakfast. Okay, then we need to have some kind of contested check. Let's do a con times five roll to see who gets up first. I succeed with a two. I succeed with a 46. As we are reminded of our rules, the higher success wins. So, Echo, you are getting up. You're putting your, your shoes on when... Uh, Rose steps out and she seems like she's already been up for a little bit. Morning. You hungry? Yeah, yeah, I'm hungry. Sure. Great. I'll, uh, I'll, like, make some, like, basic breakfast, like, enough for all three of us. Like, some eggs and some toast. And I'll be like, coffee or tea? <laughs> uh, coffee. Great. Black. <laughs> I'll, I'll make some coffee and I will... <laughs> low-key force her to stay and hang out with us. Eventually Oliver's up at the, the smell of eggs and toast and coffee and you're all together in the living room. Oh, oh shit, you're still here. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Rose made us breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does that. Uh, instead of eating, I'm going to go get my notebook and I'm going to fill Echo in on everything we on everything we learned yesterday at the library. And also, I'm going to tell her about imagining the circular room, just in case, you know, in case something crazy happens and we're stuck with whatever this pretta is or whatever the fuck 
So think about a circular room because then it can't find you in a circular room because apparently corners are its friend. I don't really understand it yet, but I'm going to. But any but people who take reverb, that's what happens yeah. to them? No, they see the beginning and ending of time and then uh, transcend reality. By taking it though, they can see, the Preta can see them. If I'm, if I'm understanding yeah. it right. And it doesn't seem like the god is bad, technically. It's just chaotic. Yeah, he's just kind of an asshole. Yeah. Like, he's the god of trickster and mischief and chaos. He's like the devil. Basic. Yeah. So we we gotta decide what's coming next. I I don't know what you people are thinking about doing, but we need to discover whatever that is and, and start moving. Uh, I, for one, I'm, I'm going to go see Vic for half a second so I can talk with him and and get uh, my job off my back and maybe get some material for recording things. I don't know. Um, anything else? Anybody? I, I think maybe we could go see Bad Luke, but maybe we should call Frog for that. I was going to call Frog and let her know what we found yesterday with all the research. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was thinking Bad Luke or we should or we should check out the, the, drop, the drop side that Echo found. Okay. What do you think, Echo? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can go look for something, but at the same time, I shouldn't be around you guys, so I don't... You shouldn't be alone either. I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's safer, because um, they're not... The, 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 the guys you're working with, they're, they're not going to be happy when they see me. Because um, I, I, did a, I, I did a lot to um i uh i told everybody about him uh like what yeah i went i went to pony down afterwards oh oh told them oh shit <laughs> and i spread the word around the block oh, oh shit echo what the fuck was i supposed to do not that uh, not that not- <laughs> anything but that yeah but they showed up at my doorstep last night yeah, you, you definitely can't be here. Not with us. Oh, she can't be alone either. Well, I gotta take my chances. That's all you're gonna take. That's all you got left is chances. I... <laughs> yeah, I'm backed in a fucking corner, you know? <laughs> well, I didn't want to be. But, you know, this is what I do for answering a phone call, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what you get for being yeah. fucking friends with me. Ah, <laughs> huh, yeah. So I can go scope uh, the drop outside. I I know what okay. I'm looking for. Can you yeah. lay low with Pony down? <laughs> Probably, but I'm already on ice with them too. So you know, I don't really got a place to go. So I'll just just keep calling me, and I'll just come get you. And that way, at least at night, you're not alone. Safety in numbers. Even if we can't be seen together, there's there's no way they'll come here. When they come here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll come here. Yeah, I love you, but that that's so wrong. I can't even tell you. I mean, these guys are morons, but they can string two and two together. Ollie was the one who introduced us. And, to and, of this, and if you know? Frog decides that she doesn't like us, she is literally, she knows. She knows where we are. They all know where we are. The only way they got into contact with me is because they already knew where I lived. There's not much we can do in the way of that. Fuck, I hate this. 
you do know that you have information that some of them don't have, so that is uh, something yeah. as leverage the next time you do interact with them. Goes away as soon as we give it to him. All right, let's 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 not think so much about our impending deaths. Let's try and get the whole getting our brains blown out by a crazy old man. Let's try and, you know, uh, focus. Uh, let's let's get this shit done. Uh, let's try and find out whatever this Preta is in, in Shukran and 50 more words I can't pronounce. Let's go do this. I wouldn't go see Bad Loop without me. So it sounds like Echo is going to kind of stake out the dead drop, but what are all I'm going to see Vic, my camera guy. Because uh, okay. I was also supposed yep. to for Larry anyways. I'm going to... Um... Page up. Frog. Uh, we'll say that you guys can have a conversation. What does that sound like? Uh, Agent Frog, I found a little bit of information on um, on the research you asked me to do yesterday. Okay, that's good. That's that's good. What's up? That? Is there any way I can tell her an amount, but maybe not all of it? Can I like? Can I keep enough that it would be? Leverage for me, Ollie and Echo. What what the things that you know that you have that they don't is uh, Echo's mention of this tattoo, this Egyptian stylized eye. Um, they pretty much know everything uh, at this point uh, about Shukuran and this whole legend of Lao. Um, Frog, is there anything you need to share with Rose, or do you want to organize a time to meet up with the friendlies? Yeah, yeah. There's um, there's a lot that's that's happened since the last time I saw you. So, um, we should probably meet up somewhere. I, um, I'm a little thrown off right now, so I can't really think of where that might be. Um, maybe it would just be easier to meet somewhere neutral. We could go to that diner again. I promise I won't jump out a window this time. Sure, yeah, let's, well, hmm. Yeah, let's, let's do so that. You can set a time, maybe like 1 p.m. or something to meet. Oliver, you head out the door and you head to your apartment, and there is a Detroit news van. And kind of leaning against the hood is an overweight man with a comb over, uh, wearing jeans and like a, a t-shirt, and he has, he's kind of eating a, an Egg McMuffin. And he sees you, sees you walking down the street. My sweet, sweet Vic, I love him so much. Thank you for this gift, Sergio. This is the greatest gift you've ever given me. He, he sees you and, and he's like, oh, hey, and he wipes his mouth and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Larry says I'm supposed to follow you. Yeah, you, you're here. You got some egg on your fucking face, Vic. Yeah, thanks. Hey, so uh, where, where are we going first? We're not going anywhere. Uh, I got some questions, Vic. Well, what do you mean we're not going anywhere? Where are we going? We're not going anywhere. You can drive wherever you like. Say I was here, say we, we filmed the most beautiful footage of Angel's Night you have ever seen, and we've saved the city. But we're not going anywhere tonight. Hey, man, I, I, all right. You and me, we've always been cool, right? Let's get that out of here. Eh. Well, you're fuck fine. it. We've been you're, friends, at least. I'm busting your balls. You're fine. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. I need equipment, and I need you to make sure that Larry never finds out. What kind of equipment? Uh, recording equipment. Anything that I could probably deceptively keep on my person. Uh, you know, reconnaissance. Oh, you mean like, a, like a like audio gear? Yeah, like a wire. A wire? Uh, yeah, something that like that. Okay. He goes and he opens the van, the side door, and you can see that there are multiple uh, uh, cameras and different different uh, 
kinds of equipment that are that are used, lights. Um, mm-hmm. And he pulls out a small briefcase or small like pelican case, and there is a a lavalier. He has some tape, and he says, "Yeah, I mean, you can." No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How, why are you taking this? And I'm not supposed to be going along with you. You know, Larry's going to kick my ass if we don't get something. Well, Vic, I have found something. I have found something so much bigger than Larry's entire existence that I don't think he's really appreciative of what I bring to the to the uh, program here. So I'm going a little bit off off the cuff here, and we're going to get some things done. And afterwards, Larry's going to give me I don't know pullets or something. Make a persuade check. Okay. A 31, so a success. Nice. Uh, he hands you the audio, uh, the lovelier, and he says, sounds better than what we were planning to do, so, yeah, count me in. Yeah. So so you can cover all this? You, you got all this? Well, yeah, yeah, I can cover that, but, but let, let me go with you. Let me film what you're doing. Oh, Vic, Vic, I can't bring you in on this one. You, you remember I used to tell you old stories about covering riots and... You know, do you, hey, you remember 81 when I told you I was hunting down something about those lightning strikes and uh, I, I, I told you I had something, but I couldn't bring you in. It's it's just like that one. Yeah, you got a lot of trouble. You got in trouble for that one. Yeah, uh, this is going to be the biggest trouble I've ever gotten into. All right, man. So you're telling me I just got to go around town filming B-roll for this stupid story. and I can't be a part of what you're doing. Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you, Vic. And I promise you, you do this, I'll buy you another egg sandwich. Deal. Okay. Vic, I I got one more thing for you. And this is very important. I need you to pay a whole lot of attention to this. So use your big brain, okay? Get on with it. Use your big, beautiful, sweet brain, Vic. Look at you, you beautiful son of a bitch. I've got maybe two days in the pike for this, uh, this gig before everything goes public, right? It is sensitive enough that I may never come back to Detroit. What? Yeah. I I just need you to focus with me, okay? Don't think so much about losing your most beautiful friend. Is this like a hypothetical? No. This is the least hypothetical situation you have ever heard in your life, Vic. In two days, three days, whatever it is, I will be gone. Where are you going? Can you tell me? No, we're good. But, I'm going to leave something for you in the event that I cannot be there to break this story myself. In fact, I'm going to leave it for you in your name. You're going to drop it, and Vic is going to be the biggest journalist in Detroit. You got that? You're crazy, man. I don't know. The biggest fucking journalist in Detroit. So big, they may just put you on a statue (laughs) with the egg sandwich. Hey, man, are you okay? Have you been getting enough sleep and stuff? Vic, I am so not okay, it's not even funny. But in two or three days, stop by the Secretary of State, and I want you to look for a box I'm going to leave for you. Um, Secretary of State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's downtown, you'll find it. You know, you've been to the Secretary of State, come on. I, I know where the office is, this doesn't make any sense, man. You're talking crazy. I know, but I need you to do this for me, okay? Right, yeah, 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 I'll do it. Fine. And I I slap his cheeks a little. I go, all right, Vic, uh, I gotta go. Um, be good, right? Yeah, yeah, take care of yourself, man. Uh, Yeah. I'll give you a call tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
and I'll let you know what's going on. You 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 won't get this microphone back. Like consider no, this whole mixing, it's gone. You know I gotta <laughs> tell Larry. You don't. <laughs> You're a crazy motherfucker, Oliver. Thank you. Uh, I assume you leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you leave Vic on the corner, just kind of like staring at you, a little dumbfounded as to what's going on. Sergio, can I have done one more thing? Sure. Um, if I have time, can I, have, before we meet up with Frog, can I have gone to the library to research the eye? Yeah, we'll say that that's basically what you do with your morning before you are going to meet with Frog. Um, roll me a occult roll. Uh, I'm going to use my spooky dice. Spooky dice. Don't be assholes. Ah, motherfucker, 81. They were indeed assholes. You go to the the uh, library and you start looking up. You start with like Egyptian, you know, mythology and stuff like that. And you do find the the interpretation of an eye in Egyptian fashion, where there's an eye and there's like these little lines that come off of it. And there's different versions. There's the eye of Horus. There is the eye of Anubis, and they have been used throughout history for different reasons. They have different symbology and things like that. You do not find an eye that resembles what Echo was describing. Uh, what she was describing was a much simpler version of the Eye of Horus or the Eye of Anubis, less flourishes and things like that. Um, you do, though, read that it is common uh, for certain cults to take on Egyptian iconography, you know, the, the the idea of the Egyptian mythology, oh, as deep as you can get. Frustrated, put the books away and head off to meet Frog. Let's go to Echo, getting closer to the train station, and you're kind of waiting to cross a street. And you look across the street on the opposite end, and there is a man standing on the corner with this bleach blonde hair. Looks like he's Scandinavian or Nordic or, or something like that. He looks completely out of place on the streets of Detroit. And you notice someone come up to him, a young kid. They have some kind of exchange. The young kid walks away from him. And you would recognize this exchange as a, as a drug deal of some kind. What's he doing after? Has he noticed me? He has not noticed you, no. He, he's kind of just walking the block. You know, he stopped at the corner where you were and now he makes a little deal and he keeps walking. Um, he's not straying very far from a, there's a stoop and there's like a, what looks to be like a, some, somebody like kind of passed out with their hood up, kind of sleeping on the stoop. I'm just gonna keep my distance, but just keep an eye on them to see how long they're gonna be standing on this corner. Yeah, you, you, you eventually kind of post up somewhere that's out of his view. And every time you check, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes go by, he's still kind of hanging around and you witness another drug deal. But he's not moving, he's staying in that location? He seems to be hanging out in the one place, yeah. Um, you realize that this is this is the territory of Philip Douglas, one of the pushers that disappeared. So this is not even their their place to be pushing. Whoever this is is on the street corner and he has you know, there's nobody challenging him because the person that kind of owned the block is gone. I I want to approach him and try to buy some reverb off of him. He he notices you coming and he's kind of waiting for you to walk up. What do you say? Hey, man. Uh, I heard you're uh, someone I can pull some uh, some verb off. Who the fuck are you? And you can tell he has an accent. I'm just somebody from the streets, and my name's Echo. 
Give me a persuade check. I got a ten percent. You got thirty bucks. I pull out the, I pull out some money. He whistles, and the person who is on the stoop with the hood up, he's wearing a hoodie, kind of like rises out of their stupor and walks over to him, and they pull out something from their pocket. The hooded figure kind of raises his head, and this person looks like they're on death's door. Their skin is pale. Uh, they've got this overgrown uh, 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 hair on their face, and their eyes are just completely blank and expressionless. They look like they're, you know, in the middle of some kind of heroin uh, uh, high or something. It's Luca. It's definitely Luca. And he isn't even noticing you. He's not acknowledging you. He hands the little baggie to this blonde man, and the blonde man in a handshake hands it to you, and you watch. Uh, you know what? Give me a sanity check. No! I, I, I succeed. You do not lose any sanity, but you are absolutely shaken as you watch the, the, the man, the cousin that you have been looking for, just kind of stumble back to the suit and kind of fall back asleep, and this blonde man says, all right, get the fuck out of here, I go. Can I... Can I at least get the address number before I leave of the stoop that they're on? Yeah, for sure. You you look up and you see the number. All right. I I back I back away. As hard as it is, you you back away. What are you doing now, Echo? Uh, would I would Echo have heard that they're gonna go meet up with the other agents? I think that they probably would have let you know. Sure. Um, is there enough time to to call Rose before they meet or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll call Rose. What do you say? I, uh, I found Luca. What? I found Luca. I, Where is he? He's at, he's at. I thought he was missing. He, is, he was missing, but I, I found him. He's, he's with whoever's pushing Reaver. I, I met the guy that I've seen his face. Okay. Uh, what part of town are you in? I'm, I'm down, I'm down near the train station. Okay. Um, Ollie and I are meeting with Frog here in like, half an hour but after that we can come to you uh okay i mean what are what do they want with you guys uh i think she just has information to tell us i don't think it's gonna be anything crazy where are you guys going where are you guys meeting i'll, t- I'll tell her the diner whatever the diner was that i climbed out the window of i'm not gonna climb out the window this time but okay um i get do you want to stay there or do you want to I mean, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be there, but, but I don't, I don't know if you should be there either. I, I don't know. I don't know. I won't, I won't tell them that we saw you or anything. Don't tell them anything I told you. No, it's, I've told them stuff that I think they already know. I've told them just, just enough to seem useful, I think. But they don't know about the drops or anything like that. Okay. Um, I guess call me, f- come find me when your guys are okay, done. Okay, we'll, we'll try to hurry. Okay. I'm going to kind of head towards the diner. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna break away from Luca and you're gonna go head towards the diner. Yeah. Okay, got it. Let's go back to our agents. Agents, you are in front of a very large computer, admittedly, but there are also like old case files and things like that in this room. This is basically the uh, the research room. Uh, Agent Wu sits down and says, "All right, what uh, what names do you want to look up?" Spider J and uh, Bad Luke. Street names, of course. Let's start with uh, Spider J, since he's the most anomalous of these of these people. Starts looking it up. Takes a few minutes, but he is able to eventually find 
uh, a case file. There is a man whose street name is Spider J, uh, but he goes by the name Jacob Simmons. Um, Jacob Sillis is his middle name, S-I-L-A-S. Simmons is his last name. Jacob is a black male. His age is 32. He is a U.S. Army veteran, and he has a uh, in his record he is a former co- he's a former contractor with a heavily militarized security firm. Um, he currently has no employment record for the last two years, no fixed address. Uh, he does have family in town, and Simmons has a interesting record. He locally definitely has some drug charges, has a lot of battery charges. He seems to be a violent individual, and he has he he was actually court-martialed. Uh, from his time in the army. As he looks it up, there seems to be suspicion of smuggling, and that was the reason why he was court-martialed. He received a dishonorable discharge. And his known accomplices, or people that he kind of runs with, are varied, but it does say that he has, last time it was checked, a girlfriend named Tanika Tillerson. But no information as to where he currently is, where he's currently staying. Agent Wu kind of finishes giving you the the rundown of the information they have on Jacob Simmons, Spider J, and he says, uh, you know, if uh, you want, I could put out uh, I could put out an APP for Tanika and, and uh, Jacob if any of them show up in some way. Yes, that would be that would be optimal. Um, do we also have an address or a contact number for the mother? Yeah, there is a number here. Although it says she's had uh, she's had issues of uh, of being moved a few times, uh, might be an old number, but you can try it. While you guys are talking about these names and maybe what to do next, there's a knock on the door, and Agent Constance, Deborah Constance, is standing in the doorway, and she says, "Excuse me, can I have a private word with the three of you?" Don't see why not. You follow her to her office. She stands behind her desk. You guys close the door. And she says, I got a report here this morning that some police officers said they had three federal agents, or whatever you are, shooting gunshots, including a rifle, at around midnight last night. Is this true, Agent (laughs) Fong? Yeah. Why was I not informed about this? We had to act quickly. You had to act quickly? You could have told me that you were planning to do a stakeout. I'm I'm still the lead of this investigation. Technically, I don't have to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's what happened. The, uh, we received the information, and the plan was just to surveil. And uh, one of the people on our team was put into a highly compromising position. So we decided to move closer to the investigation without blowing their cover. Um, and unfortunately, that ended in some violence. As far as we're concerned... Uh, for the record, we fired in self-defense. Speaking of that, I checked the FBI records because I know that the Detroit Police Department do not carry heavy rifles. A requisition was made yesterday for it in the name of, and he names you, uh, Agent Frost, uh, excuse me, she names you, Vivian Davenport. Vivian, could I ask, why is a U.S. Marshal involved in this investigation? You don't need to know why a U.S. Marshal is involved in this investigation. That's above your pay grade. (laughs) That's cute, Agent Fluke. Listen, I'm going to make myself very clear here. I am removing Frost and Fluke from this investigation 
And I would like you to leave the police department, please. I have, I, uh, by the way, I've informed your higher-ups. You're going to be investigated. She gestures for the door. She says, I don't want to see you guys here in this police office or involved with this study again. <laughs> you haven't heard the last of us, I'm afraid. I'm just going to look and I'll be like, oh, no. This is not going to go the way you want it to. And I'm just going to be like, just kind of laugh and just be like, okay, and just walk out. Luke and Frost step out of the office and she turns to you, Agent Frog. She says, Bluth, I am incredibly disappointed in you. Now, I, I am not your superior, but it would be my duty to inform your superiors of what you've been up to, this recklessness. But I don't want to do that because I like you, Alicia. You do good work, but I need you to come clean. I need you to tell me what the hell is going on. Who are those people and why are they here? All right. Um, okay. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you. Um, so here's the deal. We all know about reverb. It's a big problem. Uh, we're doing the best we can, and these people are here to make sure that the best that we can do is actually um, enough. And I, I know that it's it's mysterious as hell, and they're really not the best in terms of soft skills, but they have been incredibly uh, helpful in, in getting this done. And um, honestly, I really wouldn't be here this morning had they not been there last night so uh, i i understand that this is a lot and it's not as cute as it can be but we um I, they're they're important and i and i need them around and i i can come clean about a lot of the details but to be honest i'm a little off right now so if i could if i have some time to, to organize everything and get it down i could promise i i can i will get it to you but um Rog, take a seat and tell me what I don't know. I want to know everything, uh, uh, Bluth. You can trust me. Cutting to the chase, Agent Frog, <laughs> do you or do you not tell her the truth? I, uh, uh I, ex excuse me, solid choice. Let the dice decide. <laughs> I tell her that um, I tell her up to the point where we don't know, like, I tell her everything, but we don't know where they're going. I don't say anything about the elephant or disappearing or the room with no corners, just we don't know where they're going. And those two are going to help us. They have insight about where they're going. She believes you, and she is intrigued and perplexed at the strange things you have been finding. The, the incident of Nunez disappearing, but she says, I want to know who these guys are. Where did they come from? What, 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 what organization are they a part of? I know that he was FBI and she's marshals, but why are they here? She seems to be specifically asking you, what is your connection to these people? Look, I can help you, okay? You, if you need another hand, I'm here. You don't have to tell, you, you don't have to tell them I'm involved. But come on, you gotta have somebody watching your back. As um, Agent Frost and I walk out of the building, I kind of grab her by the shoulder, lean into her and say, we're gonna have to take care of her too. And just pat her on the shoulder and continue to the car. Uh, I'm gonna continue to the car. If you decide you wanna lie to her, make a persuasion check. Get <laughs> <laughs> a choice. Okay. Uh, tell her, shit. I'm gonna, t I'm gonna, t um, I'm gonna tell her. 
I'm gonna tell her. You begin telling her your involvement with this strange agency about how you were picked and how Fluke and Frost have shown up before in the past. And there's something, there's some kind of government organization that oversees weird shit. You know, you go into detail about it. And Deborah is, you know, pretty stoic about it. She maintains her composure. But after a moment of kind of letting it soak in, she says, Frog, you're in over your head. You, you need my help. I'm, I'm worried about you now. This, this, this stuff sounds crazy. It's it's a bit much, but uh, I, I don't I don't need a wire. I'll I'll be all right. Okay. Well, just keep me informed, okay? Yeah, of course. All right. Um, I I won't tell your superiors. Just just please, just keep me in keep me informed, okay? I will, and I'm going to leave. Yeah, you do so. Okay. We searched all the names, right? Okay, then I'm gonna go. We don't outside. need anything else from that office. I don't fucking care. Yes. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna go meet you guys outside. Okay. It's about that time that you know you were supposed to meet with the friendlies. And then I'll, as Agent Frog exits the building, I'll skeptically look her up and down and say, Agent. Frog, I trust that our confidence has not been jeopardized. Of course not. I got in some hot water, but that's fine. What do you know about her, Deborah Constance? Do you know where she lives? Does she have any family? Hmm. I tend to not stalk my co-workers just from jump, but... Um, yeah, they know something. I- you do, you do know she currently lives in Detroit. Yeah. Um, you've never heard her talk about family. Okay. But she has an apartment or a, or a home somewhere like in Detroit. Yeah, and she's from around here, but or she's she is around here, but she's really good at her job, and that's it. Hmm. Okay. It's about 1 p.m., and the friendlies, Oliver and Rose, and the agents of F-Cell have all met at that same Greasy Spoon Diner that you guys had lunch uh, the day before. Ooh, um, Agent uh, Frost and I are going to hang back for a second and let Agent Frog go in first. So Oliver and Rose, when you enter, Frog is waiting for you at a table. Good morning, Agent Frog. You, you're injured. Uh, yes, I um, I got hit by a car, but that's... that's fu- you it- got hit... I told you I had a, a, a meeting that I had to get to yesterday night. It surprised me, but the van was there, yeah. We uh, we had a lead on something, and I guess it, it technically turned out all right, but it, at the same time, it really didn't. So, uh, but that's not why I arranged the meeting, and I'm good now. I mean, they let me leave, so I'm good. Um, how, how, was, how was your time? How did, what did you guys do? It was good. Uh, there were no cars, um, mostly books. We, uh, well, we told you about my, uh, my potential connection and, uh, Mr. Muhammad. We told you about that, and I told you about the, the books this morning. That's really all we've got so far. All right. Well, we ran a couple of names. Um, we found out about Spider J. I don't know if that rings a bell for you guys at all um but probably the source of of reverb here 
Did y'all get a physical description for Spider-Man? Uh, yeah. He's um, sort of a built 32-year-old black guy. We used to work in security. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, we found out his real name. Jacob Simmons means anything to y'all, but uh, we don't know where he lives. But he's he's in the city. He's around. Okay. Now, did you guys happen to take any pictures of the uh, when you were um, looking at the the marks? I think you drew a picture of like the spiral the other yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pull out my journal and I'll flip to the page and hold it up. And we're we're thinking that it's it might be attached to the Shukran guy uh, because we think it it might be in the shape of his lotus. If you look at the patterns, it kind of follows a similar shape. We think it maybe might be what's left over after. Uh, Whatever this drug does to you. Right. Maybe the Pret does. Yeah, Fluke and Frost, what are you guys up to? Um, I am tapping on, while they're in there talking, I tap on Frost's shoulder and I say, get the back entrance, get ready to move. And I'll kick the way my way out of the car and I'll wait by the front entrance and wait for Agent Frost to move around back. Uh, you guys are able to do that, yeah. Agent Fluke, give me an alertness check. That is a success. Um, across the street, there's a couple of little boys uh, hanging around, bouncing a basketball between each other. And you just, you happen to look up as one of them kind of lock sides with you and they run around the uh, the other side of a building and disappear. Yes, Echo's protecting us. Shit. Okay. Echo, where are you in all of this? I remember you saying you wanted to be close. Yeah, I was kind of heading towards the diner. I was figuring maybe, I don't know how long it would take me to head that direction, but I assume I'm like a block away or so. I mean, do you, do you want to be within eye shot of the diner? I will say you certainly could. Yeah. So so uh, make an alertness check for me. I succeed. The 70. You stop and you kind of duck behind an alleyway and you peer out. You can see the diner and you do in fact see Agent Fluke who's kind of hanging around the front. That's when you hear an engine revving and you look to your left and you see a car pass you. You recognize some faces in there, some pony down guys in this car. Let's go back inside. Is there anything left for the friendlies to talk about? Frog, are you, are, where are the other two? I, I thought they would be with you. They're supposed to be. Um, I'm going to see if I can get up and check or just like poke. Cause I, I think I could probably see Fluke outside. I'm just going to walk out and just check on him. Sure, you, you walk out and you see your patrol car where you guys, the, the car you've been using and it's empty. And you look around and sure enough, you see, you know, kind of hanging on the corner of the building is Agent Fluke. Um, as soon as I see Agent Fluke, um, uh, Frog's uh, face pop out the door. I'll say, well, I guess now is as good a time as any then. And I um, radio to Agent Frost and I say, move. And I enter the building and I look at Rose Alvarado and I say, Rose Alvarado, you are under arrest for impeding a federal officer and accessory to a federal crime. Place your hands behind uh, your back, please. What are you talking about? You begin to read her her rights. And as that happens, a car starts speeding down the street and a guy, he literally leans out the window. He is carrying a submachine gun and starts firing at the diner. I will say that you are all within range to make a dodge roll. Like there's chairs and seats and things like that. For uh, Fluke, what are you doing? Um, I oh, will shit. tackle Rose. 
I will say that you 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 don't have the movement to do that. You can either dodge or you can run towards her and risk getting shot. Like you can get right up on top of Rose. Well, I want to arrest her. I don't yes, want her to get shot you. yet. So I'm going to I'm gonna dive. I'm gonna You hear gunshots ringing out, the glasses shattering to the diner. You have a, literally a moment to do. Are you running towards Rose or are you ducking? I would rather take another bullet than have her get shot right now, so I'm running to her. Are you pick? I'll say that within that turn, you could effectively grab her and like pick her up, or are you gonna like be a body shield for her? I want to get her to the ground so she doesn't get hit. Okay. Anyone that is dodging or basically trying not to get shot at, make a dodge roll. Like as I'm dodging, can I be like dodging and pulling my backpack, dodging and pulling my backpack off? No, all you can pretty much do is either draw. I mean, this is literally happening instantaneously. So. Who um, who succeeded in their dodge? It, Sergio, I, I don't even know that Ollie would be dodging. I think he'd be running after Rose, too. This is a game mechanic. You can choose to dodge if you would like to make yourself a shield, and I'll say that you are not dodging and you are susceptible to getting hit. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Jesus. So no. Rose potentially <laughs> has three people on I, top of her trying to keep I her safe. Trying, I'm going to try to like flip a table like to cover whoever's oh, nice. moving towards. I, I, I think you could, yeah, that, that counts as basically dodge, yes. But but you are dodging. Do I need to make a roll since three people are on top of me? No, I'm going to, I, I'm going to say that you have quite a bit of body armor right now, uh, just like natural body armor. Literal body armor. Did anyone succeed their dodge roll? Nope. No <laughs> one succeeded their dodge roll. Fuck. I'm going to make a lethality check. Oliver, no, like, don't here. fucking die There's on me. There's so many other setups, not okay. here. Uh, anyone that failed is going to take two points of damage. The glass shatters around you. You know, some people get thrown as they get up and start running. Uh, everyone takes a little bit of damage in, in one way or another. Um, the street, the block just erupts in chaos as this car continues rolling down, turns a corner, and disappears. Ollie, you are going to take uh, an additional two points of damage, which is what Rose would have taken. Gotcha. People in the restaurant are screaming and fleeing and running. Um, if we if, if we still have intentions, then let's go with our initiative. I believe, Fluke, you have the top of the initiative. I am handcuffing Rose. I, I'll say this. It's got to be an opposed strength check unless uh, you just think you're going to fail, I'm, Rose. I'm, gonna tr- I'm sure as hell going to try. My strength is jack Okay, shit, so both of you give me opposed strength checks. Fucking shit. Success with a, um, with a 56 out of, um, oh no, that's actually a fail. Because I got a 56 and my strength times five is a 55. Okay, Rose, what'd you roll? I got a success with a 47. Okay, he, he's going to slap the cuffs on you, but you rip your hand out of the way and uh, he has spent his turn attempting to do that. Agent Frog, it is your turn. Ooh, okay, I'm going to try to um, make sure everyone gets out. I'm just going to make a general call, make sure that no one is like in critical condition, clearly about to die. Uh, it, it does look like uh, uh, Oliver's pre- bleeding pretty badly from his leg. Okay, then. Um, okay, uh, all right. And I um, try to find something. I don't I don't even know something to, to wrap to make another tourniquet or at least suppress the, the bleeding. Um, Hella napkins, yeah. Yeah, you run over him to to help. Um, I believe the next highest initiative is 
all of the friendlies. So let's have Echo go first. Echo, you hear the gunshots, you hear the tires squealing, you hear the glass shattering. You see that the diner has been attacked. What are you doing? I'm I'm gonna run towards the the diner because uh, I know Oliver and Rose are in there, and I'm gonna see if there's any way I can grab somebody or at least assess the situation. I'll say that you can get as far as running to the window, and you can see clearly through the the broken glass. There are the the agents of F Cell and Rose and Oliver, and there it looks like uh, uh, Fluke is in the middle of trying to grab. Uh, uh, Rose and Oliver's bleeding on the ground and, and Agent uh, Frog is attending to him, but that's about all you can do this turn. Rose, what do you want to do? I'm gonna kick off of wherever the hell Luke's holding on to me and I'm running to, uh, I'm uh, scrabbling over to um, Ollie. Ollie, are you okay? What happened? You got shot in the leg. Oh god, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm gonna, uh, like, numb hands, scramble for my backpack and try and get the, the first aid kit out, and if I can't help him, I'm just gonna push it at Frog because I know Fluke's coming after me next turn, so I'm just going to push it at Frog and say, help him, please, please, please say help him. Of course, yeah. You, you do have a first aid kit, and you have proficiency with that kit. Go ahead and give me a first aid roll. I failed. Okay, it's, 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 it's too much blood. Uh, though you are able to kind of get the wound sealed off uh, to the point where it's not ex- uh, a bleeding further, and you suspect it'll probably start slowly hemorrhaging. Um, he, he's not going to get any better anytime soon. Oliver, it is your turn if you wanted to do something. Um, I'm pretty hurt. Uh, I, I think he's sort of angrily flailing there on the floor, trying to keep Fluke at bay um, and, and sort of bur- <laughs> pushing himself against the the medicine that's trying to be applied to him. But outside of that, there's not a lot he can do right now. He's a little, little hazed. So if you'd like, you can hold your action that if Fluke approaches, you... I'm going to sock him. Attack him, or yeah. yeah, you punch him, something like that. Okay, got it. Uh, Agent Frost, you uh, are... I'll say that you did not successfully get into the building, so you basically have kind of run up to the front street, and you see Echo kind of looking through the window, and you see all the broken glass. Did I take any... Then If I didn't get in, didn't... I wasn't a part of the whole situation, so does that mean... Yeah, so you, you did not take any damage. Okay, so I'm walking into the front, and my... It, it, basically, I'm stuck with the point of going after the car or going into the diner, correct? Uh, yes. But you do see Echo. I do see Echo. You guys lock eyes awkwardly. Okay. Alright. So, uh, I see Echo. I'm going to shout, get the fuck on the fucking ground, hands behind your back, right now. Right now. I will fucking shoot your ass right this second. Get the fuck on the ground on your knees. And Are I'm you gonna, aiming a gun at her? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pointing that fucking thing at her and I'm gonna take out my handcuffs and I'm gonna be ready to... Do you want to hold your action that if she does anything other than what Maze. you just instructed her to, you will fire at her? Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, uh, that's what I, I will hold and see how she... We're a great team, guys. What makes you think this is a team? What makes... <laughs> I miss our fuck-ups. I miss our fuck-ups so much. Back at the top of the initiative, it's Agent Fluke. I draw my, my service pistol, I cock it, I point it at Rose, and I say, we just added assaulting a federal officer to that list and resisting arrest. Hands behind your back. Oh, I didn't touch you. Hands behind your back. This is your last warning. 
Ra uh, Echo and Rose, what are you guys doing? Is Rose near me enough where I can get get to her and get her out? Well, I'll say this. If you use your action and you use your movement, you can kind of move through the shop, but you're not going to necessarily be able to do anything other than, like, move with her. Like, if you both run at the same time, I'll say that you can, you know, both run in the same direction. Can we say that... So, are we basically saying that Agent Brock and I have held actions to shoot? Yes, yeah. No, I'm going to look at Rose and I'm going to be like... No. Run! <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull. I'm also gonna pull out. Can I pull out my gun first before I run and pop a shot? Technically, I skipped Agent Frog's turn. Frog, you see Agent Fluke pull out his gun and he's threatening one of the friendlies. Before anybody else acts, are you? Do you want to do anything? Yeah, I'm gonna try to to knock 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 the gun out of his hand or stop. Try to grab his arm at least to try to get his attention, like. We should. We didn't talk about this. Frog, make an unarmed combat roll. Okay, I got a ninety-nine. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That's a critical failure. Agent Frog, you go to move the weapon and it discharges. Agent Fluke, make an attack roll. Nope, nope, <laughs> no. I did not do this. Everyone I would like to point that out. I did not. Success <laughs> with the 22. Okay, so that's a success. Okay, please roll a d10. I just wanted I just wanted to use her as leverage. I did not want to kill her. Eight points, eight points of damage. That's eight points of damage. Agent Frog, you are shot in the throat. It does not go through your throat, but it basically <laughs> blows a hole in the side of your throat. You have taken over five points of damage. Damage. Give me a Constitution oh, times shit. five roll. Okay, that's a twenty-nine. You do not fall on the floor, and you are not stunned. However, you have just been shot in the throat. You stumble backwards, and you're like, you know, instinctively gripping your throat as blood is pumping out of your neck. I need everybody to make sanity checks. I, since I'm no. adapted to violence and hopelessness, does that help me at all? You, yes, I'm sorry. So, Fluke, you do not need to uh, yeah. roll. The symmetry is disgusting. I, I you just got merited. I just got merited. I failed. Anybody that passed, please put a check mark next to violence being adapted to it. So anyone that was not shot, roll a d6. Uh, Frog, please roll a... Uh, you roll me a d4. It's two for me. And um, Sergio, to clarify, I wasn't shot. I just yes. got hit with some glass, correct? Okay. But Sergio, I was shot. What do I roll? Well, you're going to make a, definitely roll a sanity check. Okay. I failed that one. Okay. No. You're going to roll a... Uh, a I'm going to say that in total, you're going to roll a d6. Okay. If you, if you succeeded on your sanity check, put a, a check mark next to adapted to violence and um, you only lose one sanity. Okay, Echo, are you gonna follow through with your idea of running? You, you also know that you are within range of trying to disarm Agent Frost. My, my whole goal is to get Rose out of this, this place. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go after Frost. Okay, make, a, uh, make an unarmed combat strike against Frost. Yes, 31, succeed. 
question. Because I held my action to see what she would, uh, what Echo would do. Don't I? Well, fine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you're allowed to make an attack against her. Go ahead. Oh, then I succeeded. Oh shit. Eight. Holy shit. Are you alive? <laughs> Yes, I'm still alive. Okay. Oh fuck. Oh shit. <laughs> you 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 definitely you 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 take you take that bullet and it hurts badly, but the adrenaline is pumping and it just feels like somebody punched you really hard, but uh, uh, in your back. But you're you're still up. Agent Frost is suddenly surprised by one of her allies getting shot by another ally. It, it gives you a moment to slap her hand. The gun goes flying and kind of skids out into the street and with the rest of your movement you leap into the diner and you get to Rose um, it is Rose and Oliver's turn Rose I suppose you're gonna run with Echo uh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Ollie really quick and just say no fuck I can't I can't leave him fuck I can't leave him I you I, leave him I can't you leave him I can't you leave him you fucking leave him you leave go, him now go, let's go fucking go <sighs> Pushing it out the door. <laughs> Go. I'll see you later. At the top of the initiative, it's Agent Fluke. You see Agent Fluke running uh, out the back of the diner, Robin, excuse me, Echo and Rose. And you also see Frog now, like, gurgling blood out of her mouth and out of her, her throat. I take, I instinctively, um, my training kicks in. I take two steps back. Gun gets raised to my head. I'm pointing it right at Rose's head. And I say, don't you fucking move or I will end you. Okay, you'll hold your action. Um, frog. Um, then I'm going to um, just full, like I don't have much left. So I'm literally just going to throw myself on Fluke um, as much as I can. Sounds like you're trying to pin him, right? Trying to get him... Yeah. Go ahead and make an unarmed combat roll. This is not as great. I'm going to try it again. That's a success! You you managed to grab him and pin him against the wall. Um, Agent Fluke, it's, it's Echo and Rose's turn. They both are running for it. You can make a shot, but you'll be at minus 20. In fact, I'll say it's at minus 40. Okay. Um, can I can I make, can I say I'm trying to make a, a non-lethal shot? Or do I, do I only Yeah, have I mean, this option? is like split second happening. Uh, you're, you're basically just firing, but it's going to be at minus 40. It's 70. It's 70 minus 40. Which puts me at a, um, I need to get below a 30, and I rolled a 26. Yes! God, oh my damn. god, that is fucking uh, insane! Holy shit! No! Wait, no, you cut out. I don't you know rolled a fucking 26. Oh my god! You rolled a 26 under Fuck 30. You. <laughs> Go ahead and roll that damage. I'll try the, I'll, I'll try the roll, I'll try the roll low. Oh, cool. I'll try the roll This motherfucker. No, rolls, we, this rolls, is wrapping up rolls. today. It's eight points. I'm alive. I'm still alive. I'm still up. Okay, so because of uh, frogs kind of uh, uh, getting in your way, you fire a shot. It still hits Rose, but it, uh, uh, her shoulder, boosh, Ugh. 
At this point, Rose and, Ra- and Echo have made their way out of the diner and are well on their way. As we're going, I'm telling her everything about Deborah Constance. I'm like, if one of us goes down, you find Deborah Constance, you tell her every fucking thing you know about this motherfucker. And I'm, we're, I'm just, I'm, I have, I have one of her hands and we're fucking running towards the police station. Running to the police station, copy. Or if, if you're, if you're going with me, if you're not, that's cool too. But I'm telling her if we, if one of us. No, no, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to come with you, but I'm, I want to put Rose in front of me in terms of stuff just in case. Um, and I'm also going to tell her, it's like, if you, if you can't get to the police station, find, find my cousin Cece. Uh, my cousin's girl, Cece. She, she'll be able to help you. Tell her that I sent you. Tell her that Robin sent you. You're coming with me. I don't know about that. Let, let's keep moving. Um, okay. Yeah. So I can't just... fucking write notes. My hand is taking so bad. <laughs> Agents of F-Cell, um, it's slowly starting to quiet down. There are still people kind of running out of the diner. Oliver's on the ground. You could hear in the distance really the sounds quick. of police sirens. Um, because I, I think I was at the bottom of the chain. Do I do something? Because I wasn't shot and I'm still healthy. I could still technically give chase. If, if you'd All like right. to give chase, you can. Girls, better get your heels out because I'm coming. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Agent Frost just makes can a run for Bambi it. Bambi like speed? We'll, 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 we'll get to that. I'm sweating. Frog, Fluke, and Oliver, what are you doing? Is Frog on the floor now after pushing Fluke with her body? I'll and say that, like that yeah, she basically collapses at this point. She is still conscious, but she's still yeah. bleeding from the neck. Is there like a dish rag or something, anything to block the bleeding sure. on the floor there? And I'll hobble, you know, prone. I'll drag myself over and I'll get that on her neck immediately. I, d- I have zero percent medicine, but I'm hoping that does something. <laughs> Uh, if you have, uh, yeah, if you're not proficient, it doesn't do anything. Well, actually, I'll allow you to roll your first aid to see if you can stop the bleeding. Okay, I I do have first aid, I just don't have medicine. Oh, well, then I might just use that. Just, just roll your first aid and see if you succeed. 27 under okay. 30. Uh, you'll roll a d4, and that's how much she will heal. But Agent Fluke, as the Friendly and Frog are doing their thing, people are running out of the diner, people are running in the streets, the the Rose, the person you wanted to apprehend, is now gone. What are you doing? In fact, give me a sanity check. Yeah. How how can we make this worse? Damn it. Froggy, you get three back. Thank you. Did you succeed? No, I failed. So your disorder kicks in. You are blindingly angry. Are you going after your quarry? What are you doing? I hold my gun up above my head and I yell, Everybody get the fuck down! You're all witnesses to multiple felonies. You're all going to stay here for questioning. Do you understand me? And I fire twice into the air. And I look down to I look down to Agent Frog and Agent uh, or Oliver on the ground, and I say, "You are both under arrest for impeding the federal officer, obstruction of justice, and assault." And I read them both their rights. I will handcuff Frog and Oliver, and I will hold my badge up above my head, and I will wait for the police to arrive, and I will take these two into my custody, and I will be taking them to the FBI field office at the earliest available opportunity. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it for the day. Fuck. Oh, oh, shit, no. Fuck. <laughs>
detectives and a criminal sketch artist sit awkwardly in lounge chairs beside the indoor pool of the Best Western in Lansing, Michigan. Three kids wrapped in wet neon towels sit across from the officials as doting parents instruct them to cooperate. Kids, you can go back in the pool once you've told the nice police officers what you told mommy and daddy. Stacy, the oldest of the three, spits out her gum and speaks up. She recounts that one night ago, while returning late from the pool, they overheard an unusual conversation between two grown-ups, a man and a woman. They were arguing loudly in the hallway, and Stacy succinctly recalls that the man, a tall brunette, yelled, Or am I going to have to kill another person every time he decides that he gets to do this? The shorter brunette woman seemed to notice the kids and nervously changed the subject, as if rehearsing for a play. As the officers press the kids for more physical details, the criminal sketch artist is already at work. Rough shapes become more refined outlines, and every clue the children give up brings clarity to the render. After an hour of putting their descriptive abilities to the test, the kids are finally let loose and they triumphantly leap back into the pool. The sketch artist flips their pad to face the detectives. They see two faces drawn. Faces that strongly resemble those of Agent Tuck and Agent Merritt. 